All right, we're live now. So, welcome back to another podcast with Chuck and Healy we are in the afternoon. That name. We're not. We're not. We've kept it for how many episodes now? Ever since Max told us, and our ratings went down. <laughs> Think <laughs> about it. <laughs> we're going to ignore that. So. <laughs> On this week's episode, we are going to be discussing our trip to Mordomansk. Now, unfortunately, we could not have done it live, as we were dead tired at the end of both our days. Yes, and cold. So we're bringing it to you live, in podcast form, from our penthouse suite on Petrogradsky Island, like usual. Yep, same place. <laughs> same place. So, how would you characterize our trip? Well, we... Did a lot of things that were brand new to us. I love the hesitation. It's like, we... I, I don't even know where to start with this trip. Well, first of all... Let's start with the airport okay. and leaving. We went, we flew there. But no, no, before us. that. Well, three of us flew, Let's two talk about... of us went on the train. I know what you're getting okay. at. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to do it my way. <laughs> we went to the airport... So I showed up first, even though I was going to tell Martin that I was going to be behind him because my driver sped. And then he shows up. And as we're walking through, you have to go through a first layer of like general like metal detectors and security. At which point we get a text from a friend, Shayna, who is also going with us, who is also a student on the program. And Shayna, she, listen to the podcast. Yes. And she was like, I don't want to go through security alone. Where are you guys? And we look around and she's not with us. So we're like, well, that's strange. Maybe it just sent late or something. Yeah. So we, we go on through the, like, the one metal detector yes. and literally no one cares what if it beeps or not. No, they, <laughs> they walk through. They don't. And then we get through, check in for our flight, and then we walk through and there's the real security. Yeah, but remember before that, we're standing in line for tickets and she says, okay, I've got my ticket. Now I don't want to go through security. And we're so confused oh, yeah. because like, we're wondering, we just went through security. And we're at tickets. But then, what? what? So then... We get through the ticket part and we drop off our bags and we get to the real security. And you have this another check-in desk that's very arbitrary in terms of whether or not you're allowed to pass through this checkpoint or not. Because Martin went and we both got our ticket and like checked you, our you bag at the first. same time. Charles went first and she just waved him through. I went and she said, you have to wait two, two minutes. minutes. <laughs> and so I just joined a little crowd of people who were waiting two minutes, I guess. And then about 45 <laughs> seconds later... She called my name, and I went through. With a thick Russian accent. Well, yeah. I mean, she said it in Russian. <laughs> no, I know. But it was just, it was just funny, because I'm standing there watching it. And you're just kind of, like, standing there, kind of, like, innocently just waiting. And then she's like, Martin Healy. Martin. Yeah. It's, so, just, it's so arbitrary. And then we get to the real security. No idea what that was for. And we check our bags. And it was very quick and efficient. We left our shoes on. We left our belt on. Yeah, it's pretty, it pretty straightforward, self-explanatory. We get in, we find Shayna, finally. It all makes sense. Yes. We take the plane there, and when we land, that was where the first fun oh, experience yeah. so began. So, we landed, it was fine getting there, but we landed and walked um, across into the terminal, I guess, where they had the baggage. Well, short bus. Was, yeah, short bus. <laughs> but I was going to say, we walked into the room, and as we walked in, we passed a guy... Wearing what looked like a police, government, I don't know, security. something, security, something jacket, and we just walked right past, and we're waiting for the baggage to start moving, and he walks over to us with three pieces of paper that have our names written on them in, in Russian, like typed up, not like written as in like handwritten, he just did it ten seconds ago, no, like typed up as in prepared, and he goes, hi, 
you're the American. <laughs> can can documents. I get can documents, please? <laughs> documents, uh, Yeah, and asked for a specific paper that we had from the university saying what we were doing up in Murmansk. Which is good we had it. And it had yes. a stamp. The key is the stamp it is has, always... It has the stamp. So we, he, he takes us to the side and we just, you know, da, 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 da. He show him the documents. He reads over them very thoroughly. We, yeah. we get our baggage and then he says, okay. We, we we fill out a form that says where our hospital is, what we're doing, what our names are, and all that stuff. He asks us if it's only Mormonsk. Yeah, we're if we're be only in. going to Mormonsk. And then he leaves just very quickly. And then we're like, wow, that was interesting. And then it hit us that he had typed up our names ahead of time, meaning that he'd known way in advance that we were going to be there in our names, and he didn't approach anyone else but us. Yeah. But there's good reason for that, because Mormonsk is a very... Sensitive. Uh, sensitive place. It's connected to uh, their military in that they have a lot of... Well, they had, I assume they still have, a lot yeah. of their rockets there in the Cold Navy, War. Navy, a lot of cold, close yeah, cities. It's a Navy uh, connection. There's yeah. a nuclear weapon connection. And also, they, still to this day, they have a lot of military bases yeah. in the area. And so, it made sense, but it was very... Unexpected. Unex- yeah, Because we very... were just college students up there to visit. We weren't expecting any... To be stopped yeah. for any reason. I just found it funny. Like, the letter with the stomp came in so handy. Yeah. He, he <laughs> knew to ask for it, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's what you want. It's like, here it is. We had it prepared. Max, like, went ahead and got it just in case. And, you know, good thing he did. Because I don't know what we would have told us. Like, yes, we don't have any proof of why we're up here. But our hotel receipt and, like, your our word against... Who knows? We medically. That's what it was called, we would say. <laughs> we're dumb. Please help us. <laughs> yeah. Then we call the cab. We get into town. Yeah. It's pretty nice view. I enjoyed the view. It was it was really nice. It was you can tell it. Well, first it's like an amalgamation of beautiful Arctic nature. Yeah, Soviet era buildings that yeah. are just falling apart and brand new, bright color, flashy. I don't want to say some buildings. of the Soviet ones have been restored because you had a few oh, ones that had yeah. the new paint jobs on them. Right, but they they look like they have not been going undergoing much. Yeah, real structural fixes yeah, yeah it's all very interesting the hostel was nice the hostel was great we went to the road was a little bad because it just had these huge ice like the ice was melting unevenly so the road became at some points we were walking on the sidewalk and it was about two and a half feet off of the road as in like a height difference just because there was that much ice yeah. or snow there it was, it was funny like we're walking on the sidewalk and we go down and we find the real sidewalk and then we go back up and we're <laughs> and two we go, feet off yeah. of it and it's just like I've never seen this much ice. Not snow. I've seen that much snow. I've never seen this much pure ice just it was, on the sidewalk. But it wasn't actually as cold as people thought it would be. No, it was It was just under 30 Everyone that we told we were going there said, oh, you'll freeze. It's cold. It was basically the same as in Petersburg. Probably yeah. the same, more, maybe warmer than in Notre Dame. I don't know. Who knows, but... I, I'm not keeping up with home weather. Wow. <laughs> Charles doesn't care about Notre Dame. You heard that here first. That's not what I said. I'm not canceled. <laughs> I don't know. He might be. So, this could be a one-person podcast, apparently. <laughs> ouch. All right. Use my computer without having my input. Okay. Sounds about right. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Nothing. So, moving on. So, that right. day, we... We got to the hostel. We got to the hostel. We got there early. Yes, we got there early, and Charles asked about checking in. 
And she said, sentence, 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 chas. Yes. And Charles goes, okay, got it. And we leave. You were there too. You could have corrected me. (laughs) And we went down to the mall. Yeah, got I, some lunch. I was also not there. I was walking down the hallway towards you. Oh, that's she was right. Saying that. I just caught the end. Well, of she it. also repeated it before we left. Right. So we go to the mall, got something to eat, looked around, water. some water, and then we walked back because we thought it was yes. she was saying come back in an hour. She had us just yeah, and that our rooms would be ready and we could drop off our stuff in the room because right now it's our stuff is mostly in a closet, which is great. It's locked. It's secure. It's by staff stuff. We don't but care. We wanted to, but we wanted to like unload other stuff that we had with us in our backpacks mm-hmm. that we were carrying. And then we get back to the hostel, and it was like a fifty minute walk there, fifty minute walk back, and we stand in there and we're like, "Wait, did you say Chitty's chas <laughs> or, or just chas? Chas. It's just hour, but if you just say it by itself, means one o'clock. Yeah, and it was in the twelve cal- o'clock. Yeah." At that moment. <laughs> so we're just kind of like, oh, none of us want to go up there to ask. And then the, just to be told that it's another hour because she meant one. So we're like, you know what? Let's assume we're dumb and that it's another hour. And let's go to Alyosha, which is just a giant monument to the defenders of Mormons from the Second World yes, War. The defenders of the Arctic, I think, is the official yeah. tagline or something. Yeah. It's it's. Then they have like an eternal flame in yep. there and a memory wall. So we took a deal. taxi up there. Yeah. Pretty cheap taxi. It was a pretty long drive, but like, hey, it took a while to get the taxi. It, it did take a while. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. So we get the, up the there. The fun part, by the way, unlike Uber, Yandex has the feature where you can watch taxi drivers <laughs> turn down your request. So you see which ones are in the area and you know which ones have turned you down. <laughs> You get to watch it happen in real time. It's not that insulting, mostly. (laughs) So we get up there, he drops us off, and we start walking, and it's immediately a little colder up there. Yeah. And a lot windier. But we were still, like, pretty protected, so we didn't think, just realize how bad it was going to be until we got to the very top, very exposed. And we get up there, and the view is beautiful. Yes. Just the landscape, the city, the icebreakers in the river, like, all of it is just amazing and the river's not even frozen because for some special reason dealing with the arctic currents Morodomans despite the fact that it's in the arctic circle is a warm water port year round yeah it's weird everything around it's frozen <laughs> except for except the, the river yeah. and like the ocean leading into it the little bit leading I mean in. I understand what the ocean is yeah oh no <laughs> your alarm made it oh. it finally made it Guest special guest feature by my watch. Thanks, mom, for this watch because hey, it's my. Fault. I still can't turn off the alarm <laughs> I that Charles alarm. put on it because he wanted to change the time. I couldn't change the time. Charles changed the time, but in doing so, somehow set the alarm and then, and then changed the alarm time. I changed the alarm. Oh, time. you changed. The I changed time? the alarm time to four oh six. PM so that it would not go off during any of my classes or anything interesting. Yeah. Except this. Which says a lot about this podcast. I was going to say, you're you're saying this isn't interesting? You know, the watch said it, not me. You set the watch. You knew we were doing this. You set the watch. I just reset the watch. (laughs) You could have changed it again. You knew we were doing this today. I don't know. I think this is like a Lenin interpreting Marx and then Stalin (laughs) interpreting Lenin kind of deal. And I think it's really your fault. It's not my fault. So... Anyway, we're up there. We're looking at the view. It's very beautiful. The statue's ginormous. It's a soldier sort of in the wind. 
It's very, very powerful. Look it up. I would, yeah. yeah. Just you take cool. Alyosha Mordmansk. It's the nickname it has. But I really enjoyed the view. And we were we walked mm-hmm. out onto like some ledges. We should not have. It got very cold very quickly <laughs> because the wind was very strong. At one point, there was a snowbank. So Martin and I thought it'd be great to recreate the Titanic scene where... Yeah, that'll be the clip photo for this. (laughs) Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Kate Winslet. I know, I'm trying to remember the actors though. Stand down the bow of the ship. Not everybody does. The Titanic was a ship that sang. And then they made a movie about it. I'm talking about about the exact scene, you know. know. The Russian listeners may not know about that iconic, like, picture. Okay, so If our guide knew about Raising Arizona, I think our listeners will know what the Titanic scene is. Anyway... We recreated that, but in the process, I had Martin in front of me standing higher up on the snowbank, and I was holding him from behind, and the wind was so powerful that I actually had to push up against Martin to prevent him from falling backwards. I basically acted like a wind sail and was, like, pushing, like, if you'd attached me to... I I don't know a motor I could have generated some electricity. Yeah, it was hilarious because I felt a lot of pressure from Martin, like because Martin's <laughs> getting pushed backwards, like off this like sort of steep ledge, like not ledge, like slope we're standing on in the snowbank, yeah. and he's just forced to like take the brunt of it. As Shayna, who was with us at the time, was trying to quickly take photos as we were both very cold. Not quickly enough. <laughs> I we... was I was stuck right in the middle of that cold freezing wind. <laughs> hey. You weren't the only one who suffered. I didn't bring real boots. You I was had wearing a windshield shoes. that was me. Look, I was wearing normal <laughs> shoes. I almost slipped Whose five fault times. Was that, though? Look, I'm not <laughs> saying I wasn't to blame. I'm just saying you're not the only special one who was suffering during that trip. I feel like you caused your own suffering, though. <laughs> you caused your own suffering. You should have spoke first and had me go in front. You know what? <laughs> I think that was again your fault. So we, we we just so that we don't hate on hey, Charles. No, much, no, we'll no, move on in the no. Podcast. Max just said yesterday that when you blame other people, you're really just hating something in yourself, and that you're just trying to like deflect blame. So what might you be worried about when you're talking? About... I'm talking about Lay you back blaming on the, me. The, oh yes, but see, you're trying to analyze me, which means that something inside you is going. <laughs> Either one of us is winning this. So one of us is anyway. <laughs> No. So after that, we went back to the hostel. We checked in. It was good. Yeah. Uh, then we went out to dinner. We first went to this one restaurant, and you had to have res- You didn't have to have reservations, but they didn't have any open it, seats. Well, they for said time. you can have the small table, and we said okay, we'll take the small table. And then they said, never mind, you can't have the small table, or something like that. And yeah, well, you have to also remember that a lot of what people say to us is also in fast or regional Russian on this or trip. implied. Or, yeah, or it's very, you know... Very heavily. One word means a sentence. And so yeah. what we say is what we garnered from the conversation. Yeah. It may not have been a correct translation. Yeah, but the thing was, but, I looked, yeah. I saw the small tables, and I was wanting to not do that anyway. Yeah. And they did have a reservation. They, they didn't open. even let us say small table. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just were like, eh, small no. table, wait, no, you can't have a small table. No. And then they're like, you can sit at bar or something, because then they were asked for our documents. I'm like, at this point, I don't want to be here, so I just like, all right, let's go... Uh, which is funny. They had an eight thirty time. The reason we said no is because it was six thirty, and I did not want to walk home just to walk back. Yeah. So then we stopped at this Italian place that we, yeah. we passed on the way, and then a similar conversation occurred where they said, "Do you have a reservation?" We said, "No." They said, "Okay, you can have a small table." We said, "Sure." We're like, okay, a- well, fine. We'll take the small table. I guess it's a sign <laughs> that we need to have the small table here. But when she walks us into the restaurant and tells us where to sit, 
we're sitting at this booth that has two tables, like, connected up against each other in three chairs. So we thought... And a little reserved placard on it. And had a reserved placard. <laughs> so she sat us there, and we thought when she meant small table and sit here, we'll just stay at this end of the table, and then whoever's reserved will have the other end or something. Mm-hmm. And then as we're sitting there with the menu getting situated, somebody comes over and takes the reserved placard, puts it on another table, and then the waitress, like, during the night just says, here, Martin, get out of, like, not Martin by name, but just, like... Moldoy Chilovic, get out of that scene. Incredible if she'd known my name. Yeah, it would have been. She's like, get out of the seat, sit on the booth because you're in the way. Yeah, very politely, but like had this entire reserved booth to ourselves. Like for seven people, for just three people. Yeah, and the food was amazing. I had the steak (laughs) filet mignon medium, and uh, it was quite an experience. I was so happy I got it. (laughs) Just imagine Ron Swanson. Eating a nice steak, and that was what Charles was. I, I swear, there might have been a few tears, like you know, in his eyes. Hey, well, the music, up. the music, the guy singing <laughs> the, the American Senate. music, and yeah. Charles just looked at his steak like it was the woman he was in love with for the rest of his life. No, that's Elizabeth. Stop! You're gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, he's cheating on you with a filet mignon. <laughs> <laughs> the other filet mignon is gone now. <laughs> I ate it oh, all. Oh, so now you go to your backup, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my backup, but uh. We had a nice South African wine with yeah. it too, and like that was a prime meal it was right good. there. It was it was good. I, I was definitely happy with it. Uh, Martin had I had beef stroganoff. Oh, how was that? It was good. I enjoyed it. I yeah. would eat it again. Overall, the whole thing cost us like twenty bucks a person, but the restaurant quality and everything would in the states would put it somewhere around sixty to eighty dollars a person for that sort of yeah probably meal. So I thought it was a good time. We went back and then we died. We we just watched the movie. And eight choco pies, <laughs> which is just a type of dessert, which is really good. Oh, oh, we went to the Producti to get that. And our friend Shayna, Shana, if Shayna listens you? to this, or if anybody from my group listens Anyone to this, anyone can shame Shayna for this. Ooh, that should be like a tongue twister. Shame Shayna. Anyway, I don't want to try because I'm going to slip up. But uh, she goes and she buys one bottle of Fanta that's like maybe 60 rubles. Two Two bottles. two bottles for like 120 rubles then. She bought the blue Fanta and then the black Fanta. Yeah. And she paid with a 5,000 ruble uh, bill. <laughs> and Martin was about to do that, but then realized what he was buying was just enough to not have to do that. Yeah. And also, I'm not a jerk to produce these guys. Hey, don't turn away when you're talking. <laughs> anyway, so she does the pay, and we're just like, ah, oh, Shayna, why'd you have to do that? And we made fun of her for. But the Quite guy was really nice about it. Yeah, he actually spoke a little English and he was really chill. Yeah. Like, he spoke Russian with us, but, like, he also understood we're foreigners, so he spoke slow enough. Not, like, dumb person. He spoke pers- slowly like, and not like we were, correctly. He doesn't say, not like we're completely dumb, like, at the language, but, like, just slow enough for us to be able to understand it, which I appreciate. Because when somebody slows down for you, there's, like, two different ways they'll do it. They'll either assume you're just an idiot and slow it down to the point where it's almost insulting. Yeah, there's the... I'm talking like this because you're stupid way. And then there's the I'm talking to you like this because you are a foreigner. Yeah. And like you know it, but you may not understand it at the full pace of like da 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 da. da. So then we had an easy night. Then we woke up the next day, yeah. somehow found our breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> like, the whole hostel was great, except for the fact that nothing was really posted on like how it was supposed to that work. Was fine though, we made it work. We made it work. Uh, we, just, we just went in, and then a couple minutes later, after we were sitting at the table, the lady comes by and said, "What do you want?" <laughs> we're like, "Yes, please." And then she, yeah, just 
said okay, took our order, went down and made it for us, and then brought it back up. Yeah. And once again, Shana was late and Shana. causing problems. <laughs> we actually love Shana, guys. We're <laughs> actually, she, she, it was a great trip with her. We're, we're just joking. Because <laughs> uh, she was like, she didn't want to like come down because she was tired. So she was just joking. It's like, oh, do I have to come and get my breakfast? And we're like, yes, otherwise one of us is going to eat it. Yes. So then we get in the van because the tour. Like, yeah, so we had a tour guy named Vasile who came up to us. He spoke really. So. He walked up to us, and I had forgotten to mention that we were American to them because I wrote my emails in Russian, and I had the emails corrected by so Russians so that they would understand me. But I realized that that meant that I forgot to say that we were American, that we would need a, an English-speaking guide, preferably. So he walks up to us, and I was like, oh, no, here it comes. He's like, you ready to catch some fish, guys? <laughs> or something, something like that. Yeah, right? something like that. It's like fishermen or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, are you ready, my fishermen? Or something like that. And we're like, oh, this guy's going to be great. Yeah. So then we go we pick went, up. We went to go pick up Aaron in Dakota. We had to push the van out. We had to from, push the van out of a... <laughs> like a pothole of ice. Because, a pothole of ice. Again, ice melting unevenly. Yes. And we get up there. And it's a really cool place we went. It was like, it was ski, like a ski high ropes. Snowmobile, reindeer ride, snowboard. Well, snowboard, snowboarding, skis, yeah. But like uh, ice fishing, like ice it was just fishing. Like it had everything you could imagine you'd want to do in winter. They had it there. It was yeah, but like it wasn't like a huge like super commercialized. No, it was very small niche. Place. It was just like a. It's like a like park. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like it's what regular Russians would go to. It's not like specifically set aside for foreigners. Yeah. I think is the best way to go about it. Because you have, like, the foreigner resort, so everything is charged up equivalent to foreigner prices, and, like, everything's in English, da-da-da-da-da. This was, like, all in Russian. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure what the prices were, but I'm assuming it was enough for, like, everyday Russians to go there. Yeah. It was, like, it was very real in the sense of it. this wasn't, like, a facade. And it was really cool. We went ice fishing out on, like, a little pond. So ice fishing is different from normal fishing in a few ways. One of them is that the rod is very short. So you look like a kid playing <laughs> fishing, like the little board game. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, not like the, the board game, but like the, the yeah, little no, yeah. the one where you pick it up with like magnets. Yeah. That's about the size of the rod. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot more standing around and waiting because you're sitting around or sitting around. <laughs> they brought us chairs at one point. <laughs> we had a snowball fight at one point. Yes, uh, fun. we um, did. Ca- we ended up catching two fish. So no asterisks there. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, sure. We totally just. Pulled them out of the ice like we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we did, but like we, we might have had like a leg up because we were fishing from a more concentrated <laughs> area of fish that they get for like restaurants they sell to. So they fish out of their own lake to sell to restaurants. And it's smart. You can pay to take fish out of that, basically. Yeah. And our guide, because it was Charles's birthday, said, you yeah. guys get two free fish. I'll pay meat. for them, yeah. And, it, and I felt bad at first, but he went through it anyway. It's like, all right. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And so we named them Ujin and Dinner. Which is the same thing. Which is the exact same word, but just in English and Russian. Then we decided to call it quits. Yeah, we called it quits. Uh, he took us to, like, uh, the mall for, No, like... no, no. First we got to see the Huskies. Oh, yes, the Huskies. So we got you to love see the some, like, real, real Russian Huskies that were attached to a sled. And we got to go throw raw meat at them. That was, that was like fun. feed them, not like like hit them. Like no, like. no we're not. We're not like to, like it was like it was snack time for them. Yeah. So the lady who's like in charge of them and watches over them is like, here, you can feed them for free and take photos and stuff. And, and she was really them, nice. Yeah. And they were like really fluffy dogs, really excited. 
Yeah. Uh, one of them kept staring at our fish in the bag. Because <laughs> we had dinner in Uchin in a bag, and I was just casually carrying it around, but I had to hand it off to Charles so that and I like, could go pet the dogs. Even as I was holding it, the dog was just making intensive <laughs> eye contact with the bag. Like, they, you couldn't see the fish, but they could just, like, smell and they know. Could, they knew. That, that there was fish in there, like, raw meat. Give it to me. <laughs> and we're just like, no, that's our dinner. That's, uh, that's our dinner. <laughs> no, literally, it is our dinner. Yeah, so we went to lunch at a Greek place. Which is really good. First time I ever good. had, like, any Greek food, I'm going to be honest. Okay. Yeah, well, I've had lamb, and I've had, like, piece of it, but I've never had it in a real, like, a real gyro. Yeah. So it's actually pretty good quality. Yeah, it's Considering it's, it's a good. Greek place in, in Mormonsk in a mall. Yeah. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Then we... We went back, and we dis- we had decided by then that we were going to cook the fish and eat them. Which means gutting, cleaning, and prepping. Yep. And we'd never done this before. None of us have. But YouTube and WikiHow are amazing. Pretty much actually just WikiHow. I think we Well, watched. you watched the video for... Uh, for descaling. Descaling. Because getting the angle or whatever yeah, was... To make it quicker was a little hard, mm-hmm. so... But, yeah, so Aaron and I did the first fish, and then while Aaron cooked the second one, Dakota and I... Yeah. We prepared the second, or cook. Well, she cooked the first one. We prepared the second one. Yep. I was making birthday phone calls at the time. And then they come and got yeah, me. We were just dropping guts and heads and tails. And well, I saw the, the second trash. fish because when the first fish was finished, they fetched me. Yeah. And they said, "You're the birthday boy, so you eat the first one." I'm like, "Oh boy, that so was a it, good cut." Too. What was I was gonna say, but it was, it's, it's not fun. just that. It was like, "Oh boy, if something goes wrong, I die first. <laughs> I see nope. how it is." So I tried it. It was very good. My only problem was bones. I've had a problem. I, yeah, I've never eaten fish. We didn't know how fish. to get out the the ribs the first time. The second time, we yes, did it. second we did time. It. The first time though, I had I, I got a few in my mouth and I had to pull them out. But like, it was just so weird it's because it's such a progress. small, thin, thin. You could clear it thing. Yeah. Even knowing. yeah, yeah. So, but, but it was very really good. Good. It was good fish. Like considering this is our first time ever doing anything like that. So uh, we also didn't have the proper equipment. <laughs> no, we didn't. So Jamie, when you're listening, I used my Leatherman. To basically do the whole thing. We used one other knife for descaling, but I basically used the Leatherman. For those who don't know, it's like a multi-tool pocket knife. Yeah. But really I, useful. But I have I have the micro version, which is the super small version. So it wasn't even like a regular size Leatherman. Yeah. I think the blade is like an inch and a half. Something like, it's, an and it's like only and it's, quarter of an inch wide. Yeah. It's very small. It's good for like... <laughs> small things and it's like oh we have a small fish we had, we so. had two small fish and yeah that was we i think that was a good birthday dinner for you yeah it was a great time. everyone enjoyed it we had some rice and yeah yeah we and had rice we and went fish. back to the room and enjoyed some choco pies more choco pies uh, marmalade candy the local murmansk beer yeah we had local murmansk beer which is good that our guide recommended to us it was very good yeah you know all this talk of food right now is making me hungry yeah it's it's sad i really want happy ash wednesday everybody from two hungry catholics (laughs) it's okay i'm just like man i'm thinking about the choco pies really stop don't think about the choco pies (laughs) choco pies are addictive okay you could eat a whole box you want to know what's worse though what step step bars oh yeah which is like the russian version of snickers And they're, like, better than Snickers. They're so much better. It's just so good. There's I think caramel. we've talked about them on the podcast. I don't... Briefly. No, I don't they can... They can talk about Step Bars briefly. 
<laughs> they can hear it. They can hear it again. All right, it's just that good. We're gonna be bringing some back. I don't know if you'll get any though. <laughs> I might eat them on the plane. Yeah, I, I I was thinking about bringing some to my host once, and oh, then I just ate them. I know what I'm gonna do. That's okay. I am going to whatever room is left in my backpack. Just shove up on this, and like cool. like just just dedicate one pocket of my backpack to step bars, and come back with like a hundred. I could do that too. Oh. Uh, Okay, okay, at this point we're just thinking... We're drooling over step bars at this point. Okay, so we had a good dinner, went to bed, it was a good night, sleep as well, woke up, showered, could not figure out the breakfast thing the second day, but to be fair, at that point, the whole hostel was, like, empty. Yeah, so we just decided to... Like, Twilight twilight Zone empty, and we also received weird emails saying our reservation had been changed, but... That was the night before. It was the night before, but, like, it's just all that sort of second night. It was sort yeah. of just, like, what the heck is going on? Oh, speaking of, like, you know, plugging the hostel for being so great, this kind of ties into what I was talking about. We got an email saying booking.com had changed our reservation day, oh, so yeah. we checked out that day instead of the following Monday when our flight was, and we're like, oh, no, what's well, going on? this is all going to crap real fast. So we get back, we get up to the room, nobody yelled at us to get out, nobody's throwing our stuff at us, we're like, what is going on? And then as we're trying to put it together, we also noticed the whole hostel is like is empty, except and... for the lady sitting at the desk, like, doing work on the computer. But, like, the hostel was so busy earlier. Yeah, it was really busy. And loud, and to, to see it empty with, like, this strange email, it just seriously felt like right out of the trailer. So I pulled it up on my laptop... And I turn my laptop into tablet mode, and I walk out, and I explain to her that we received this email from Booking.com saying we had checked out. And she literally just goes, oh, that's a mistake. No, you're fine. It's just weird. You're good. And she gets a big grin on her face, like, no, no, go go back. You're all good for tomorrow. It's like, oh, okay. And then we're wondering where our fish went because... uh, Oh, yeah. Because we gave them to the van driver and then when he dropped us off at the mall. And they said they'd put it for us in the hostel because the hostel... I looked in all the freezers, and it wasn't there. And so I talked to her about it, and she's like, oh... I can give it to you. We put and in we, the staff one. Yeah, we went back to like the staff freezer because apparently they just didn't want anyone stealing our fish, which was so, very appreciated. Yeah, it was just very nice. And then when we asked, like, can we go and like cook this and carve it up? She's like, yeah, go for it. Like, do whatever you want. It's like, I can't imagine a place that would be like that okay with just bringing two freshly caught fish and doing yeah, and then all the butchering them. them inside their kitchen with literally hey. three feet of usable counter space. Yeah. And hey, we used two, all of it. Two of the Russian guys who were sitting in like the little kitchen area were like interested because... Oh, yeah. When, they were watching us. They were like, wow, that's crazy. And like when Martin took the head off and was playing with it, the guys, one of the guys was like kind of popping his head over like where we were standing to try to see. I should have I should have been... I don't know the word for catch in Russian. Otherwise, I would have thrown it <laughs> So, otherwise, it was a good time. Uh, we got to the airport. The airport Dumont, is... We still... <laughs> oh, goodness. Think fast. <laughs> But uh, the airport was the smallest airport there in were the world. Three gates, one terminal, and one waiting room between the three gates. Luckily, there was a plane leaving from Moscow, so everybody got up to board the plane, and we were able to snag some seats. And then we went to a vending machine like four times <laughs> for Emptied snacks, and we cleared two full rows of like the best way I would describe it is like a Russian croissant filled with chocolate. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like a dough, like a swirled dough it's thing filled with chocolate. Filled with chocolate. Yeah, it's not a real croissant because it's not crumbly and it's not like buttery. But like that's how I would describe it. And they're really good, and they were forty rubles. So we were just pulling out loose change, 
I bought three of them plus a Kit Kat bar, a premium Kit Kat bar, a special gold edition, edition caramel, Kit, caramel premium Kit Kat, Kit Kat bar, Kit Kat yeah. for forty five rubles, and I'm like, that was pretty good. And I'm thinking, this is in an airport, in a vending machine. And anything I know about vending machines and airports is usually everything is like two bucks. Yeah, and this is forty five rubles, which puts it at about sixty five cents. Yep. I had a whole it breakfast was... and like snack there for about two U.S. dollars. Yeah, we based, like he said, we cleared out two rows of the vending machine. Hey, which was, a, which was another win for us. It wasn't just that though. It was like we we went and when him and I went our second time to get another one, we saw there was one left in the second row. So we went back and told Shana, who was also flying with us for this trip, to go and buy it just so we could say we cleared out two rows of snacks on the vending machine. Yeah, and she did it. She's a team player. <laughs> this is how bored we were, like, waiting for our plane. Yeah. Because <laughs> there wasn't much to do. It's all very cramped. But, like, it got the job done. We got home. And otherwise than that, it was all very smooth sailing. Really good. It was a good trip. So, would you would you go back? Oh, yeah. I would go back. What would you do this time? Like, okay. Oh, first so off, our what time said you... we should go hunting. Yeah, he said if we come back and we find him, we should go hunting with him. Which I, I... would actually do. Honestly, it, I would love just to be out in nature. Like, I don't yeah. care if I like we get anything. Like honestly, just to walk through the hills and the mountain, like yeah. the mountainous region, would be really fun. Yeah, I would. That's that's what I would mostly be going. Would for. you go back in these like? I would spring, try to go summer, back in the spring summer. I or would rather do fall that. winter. The only thing I go back for in the winter is in the Northern Lights, but you're not guaranteed. So we decided not to go on a Northern Lights tour because one, we don't know bad. if you're going to get it. Two, the weather was bad, so it's mostly decreased. cloudy. And three, it was like twice as expensive as fishing for some yeah. reason, which is fascinating to me because fishing you do something that's actually you know solid, concrete. You you fish or you don't fish. You see fish or you don't see fish. You catch fish or you don't catch fish. And the Northern Lights is like. Well, we can go hunting for them, but it's still like a successful hunt, or not a successful hunt, I guess. But like, you still you can still pay your whole thing and not see the northern lights. Yeah. And all you've done is go out and be cold. Yeah. For four hours. Honestly, we even if we did do that, one we wouldn't have time to have cooked our fish. Yes. And two, I was exhausted anyway. Yeah, we were because we had a lot of fun ice fishing. We were telling stories, telling jokes. Our guide songs. was laughing about it. Uh, the native Russian guy who works at the place was helping us. Was having a good time. So it was over, fun. It was just fun. So I'm so, glad we went. Max told us not to. I'm glad we went anyway, just to say, "Ha, we went and we had more fun than you said we would." No, I'm kidding, Max. We love you. We're not that jealous at you. Like, we're not that mad at you. What a sick roast. <laughs> it wasn't uh, that sick. Max, wait. No, we love you. Please don't leave me. <laughs> don't, Max! Don't, don't leave us, please. Now, so, yeah, yeah that, was that was our entire good. trip. What would you rate it out of five for a birthday trip? Four, because there was no Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> <laughs> the running joke is every birthday of mine, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. you got to get it at least a 4.5, though, because you had Mountain Dew. That's true, so 4.5. Okay, so just 4.5, because for my birthday, I usually go with Buffalo Wild Wings, get my boneless honey barbecue wings, and Mountain Dew, and I had to go with family or friends, depending on the year and stuff. And the fact that there was none, that is why it's 4.5. Otherwise, it was very unique, 2 degrees north of the Arctic Circle, Yeah. something I probably won't be able to do that often again. And, yeah. So, uh, coming up for us, we did receive a request for another topic, which we'll discuss Mm -hmm. uh next week with our next podcast uh you're probably wondering why we're doing one a week and it's mostly because data shows 
nobody wants it that frequently. So we decided we'll just do one 30 minute plus guaranteed one per week. Plus it's just easier on us. We are exhausted at this point. And data also shows that we have uh, Slobo Brzevania homework that is not done yet. So <laughs> that is a <laughs> secret contribution. To we have a lot of homework. It's okay. So, okay. yeah. So I hope you enjoyed our trip. If there's a, uh, or hearing about our trip. And if there's any <laughs> questions related to said trip, please feel free to let us know. We'll cover it in the future. Yeah, I think I think we'll call it there. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll hope to hear from you, and you'll hear from us next week. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>